0: Now, if that song does not get as stuck in your head as an earworm, I don't know what will. That is Good Morning Bedlam with uh, the da-da-da dot, dot, dot song, otherwise known as Sticks and Stones. And with me this morning, I'm happy to say I have on the phone the folks who are the the creators of that song and the singers of that song, Well, good morning bedlam. So good, good morning bedlam, Isaac and Tori Elker. What a catchy song. What a, I love that song. It's a new one. I've been playing it quite a bit on my morning show here. We'll talk a little bit about you as a band, but I'm just wondering a little bit about the story behind that fun and catchy song called Sticks and Stones.
1: Yeah, so Tori and I started working on that one last February, and a lot of what we wanted to write about is, well, a lot of our songs are really sad because we like sad songs, <laughs> so okay. we wanted to kind of try something a little a little different. And so really the the themes behind the song are kind of letting go of the things you can't Change and letting go of grudges mm-hmm. and and sometimes being okay with being in the middle of, of chaos and uh, letting things go, Yep, I just said letting things go like eight hundred times
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was that I mean it almost feels like something you would write after a pandemic after being kind of shut down is was there anything based <laughs> on that, or did it just kind of come out?
2: I definitely think that that was in the atmosphere while we were writing for sure um. But also, I think that there' like you know Isaac's verse is a lot more about like letting go of things outside of your letting things out, go outside of your control, and then my verse is kind of is more personal it's more like within a relationship you really care about, um, it's important to just let go of the things that you're holding on to that don't matter um, that just keep you from connecting so. I think that, you know, the pandemic definitely affected that, <laughs> <laughs> yes. definitely affected, you know, how you how you view other people and, and situations outside of yourself. But I also think that um, it shed a lot of light on our own, you know, we're married, so it, it helped, helped us shed a lot of light and have a lot of time to look at our own relationship and see what are the things we just need to air out, dig out, let go of, and and start fresh, you know.
0: Well it's a great song and it's very catchy like I said I love it and that's one of your your newest songs correct and do you have Yeah a,
1: that is our newest song. That is so your we newest released song. that in, yeah we released it in August and we basically just been taking it around uh, somewhat regionally but we also went south uh southeast and we went down to Tennessee, Kentucky, the Carolinas this fall so we've been touring this uh this tune around a little bit.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, Good Morning Bedlam is based in Minneapolis, but when I called you, Isaac, I said, you have a 507 area code, are you, from somewhere in southern Minnesota? And sure enough, you are.
1: Yeah, I'm a Rochester kid. So, I moved up to Minneapolis about eight years ago now when I graduated high school. Okay. uh, But yeah, I'll always be a Rochester kid at heart.
0: But Tori, (laughs) now you are from, and I would never know it because you don't have the accent, but you're from the south.
2: That's right. Um, I grew up in North Texas, so you know, I when I was eighteen, I, my sister had graduated from the University of Minnesota, and I came up to tour the school in May. It, it, uh, I fell in love, and then you know, it's really beautiful in May. So I was tricked, I say, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but I, but um, I love it, Minnesota, and uh, I yeah, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else.
0: So how did you and Isaac get together then? Because since you're from Texas and just went to the U of M, did you also go to the U of M, Isaac?
1: I didn't, but Tori was in a conservatory acting program uh, with my sister. And so they were two of 20 students um, that were together like all day, every day for four years. And so Tori ended up at my parents' house for Thanksgiving, her freshman year in Rochester. And I was still in high school. Oh my. So uh, we hit it off immediately. Oh wow. And so when I moved up here, we became best friends immediately and then started dating like within a month or a month and a half of me moving up to to Minneapolis. Yep. No no Tori. <laughs> now we've been together for a long time. Tori, your initial
0: mm-hmm. uh aspirations were acting, correct?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I was uh going to going to school for acting and then um I kind of realized You know, Isaac and I got together, he already started Good Morning, or he was just starting Good Morning Bedlam with our first violin player, and I loved the music, I loved what they did, I would go to the show and sell the merch, you know, I was (laughs) obsessed with um, their songs, and then by the time we got married a couple years after we had dated, um, I went on the road with them when they were a four-piece, just to sell the merch, just to just to be the only one who was 21, um, to <laughs> help them not die. And then during that tour, it was an eight-week-long tour. Um, during that tour, our upright player, um, Johnny Maroya, he got accepted to a school out in um, Rhode Island. And so in that moment, I was like, well, I want to be a part of this band. And Isaac was like, you should learn the bass. So my wow. senior year of college, um, I learned the upright bass. And once I started playing shows with Good Morning Bedlam um, as a bass player and as, you know, a singer, I just realized that what I love to perform and I love being a part of a team and a collective that's working together to, you know, write their own, you know, each song for us is, is a little story and it's a chance to tell, um, to express something or, or to tell a, sm- a small three minute uh, drama. And I think for me, it's such a thrill and um, it's exactly, you know, it's a part of acting that I loved that I get to play out. Whereas like the parts of acting that are hard for me are the business parts. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I think that it's a lot easier for me to to feel a part of a team and a collective than it is to um, feel like a single person going out to try to make it. Um, and I, I love being a musician. I, I love learning more about, instrument and and also writing more as a band has been such a gift so I I love it yeah so
0: Isaac you were dating her when she was in college you were in high school is that correct uh
1: we started dating my freshman year of college oh you were in college was a sophomore (laughs) okay yeah so the year after we met we started when I moved up to Minneapolis we met for a weekend sure and then a year later I moved up to Minneapolis and then we started dating pretty quickly after that yeah
0: (laughs) so good morning bedlam then must have had another singer that did you replace then tori or how did that work
2: um it well you know our original violin player sophia she and isaac shared a lot of the vocals to begin with and then once i joined um that's kind of when we started crafting more three-part harmonies and when we started crafting and writing songs that would trade off the lead a lot more so um and that's something that's pretty present in especially like Kings, our album after I joined, um, where we started trading off leads more. I would sing lead in a song and then it would switch to Sophie or then it would switch to Isaac and go back and forth. And it really opened up a lot of different avenues uh, for writing because it allowed us to basically write songs that were more of a conversation um, where we could utilize, you know. The three-part harmony in a different way, and, and kind of emphasize phrases, and and it just became like, oh, my voice is just another color of paint to paint with. Um, and now, you know, it's it's changed even more. I feel like in our record, Lulu, um, I started writing with Isaac more, and and really taking having more confidence in writing songs. And I think that I started taking more leads, which has been really fun, and it in. So I I love to sing, and I, I I love to write with Isaac, so I think that um, I'm excited every time I get to sing a part in a song, but also it's just fun to have lots of different voices to write with um, so that we can write the best song.
1: Yeah, we really think about uh, vocals, like everybody's voice as an instrument, you know, like they all have very different timbres and textures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so to get to use so many different things and be able to have so many options depending on what we feel like the song is calling for rather than just saying like, well, Isaac mostly wrote this one. (laughs) He's going to sing the whole thing or Tori did or Sophie did. You know, we're really able to use them almost as instruments instead. Oh,
0: yeah. I I love that. So it's sort of like a a family and you share and the other folks, are they that play with
2: you are part of
0: your family essentially?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, Our two other players, so currently the band lineup is um, on the violin. We've got, Catherine Seeger um, and she's doing she's taken on a lot of harmony a lot of new parts and they're not easy <laughs> they can be really difficult so she's she's taking on those um, she's got a great voice and then Dawson he's our trumpet player who also plays keys um, I'm excited for him to start singing more because he's got a beautiful voice that he doesn't always share with people so I'm, I'm excited to get him on some four-part harmony and a new song that we're Writing right now, and also um, in the future, you, you, using his voice as well because I think that it, it, whenever he jokes, sings in the car, it sounds amazing. <laughs> so I think he should definitely sing more.
0: I love it. He jokes, sings in the car. He's probably doing it in the shower too, but you're probably not there with him. I, <laughs> I assume for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what are you guys working on now? You you had an album coming out that came out in mm-hmm. 2022, essentially Lulu, right? Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. that was your your last, and then you did you release the Sticks and Stones more as a a single then? Is that how that worked out?
1: Yeah, for now, Sticks and Stones is just a standalone single. I think we're going to be releasing another single here in the next few months. Oh, And then we're actually in the process of, we played basically, I think we played like 94 shows from April to October. Wow. And so now things are slowing down and we're spending time as a band every day like writing and so we're working on a new record so theoretically uh sticks and stones could be part of the upcoming record um or it might just end up as a standalone single but we haven't quite decided yet um, so, but we're deep into the writing process which has been kind of a fun shift in gears and we're just mostly playing regionally on the weekends instead of doing long tours around the country mm-hmm. and uh yeah.
0: Well, how does that work then? Do you, do you come up with a theme or something saying this record's going to be about uh, let's talk about or, or something or does it just individual songs kind of pop up and somehow they meld together? I mean, what is that process like?
2: I, I think in the past um, it's kind of happened naturally where, you know, there's this there seems to be like, oh, we, we wrote a bunch of songs kind of during this time and then they there seems to be through a through line mm-hmm. kind of going, through, you know, around them. But nor- normally we write songs based on, like, what what we're inspired by, what we're feeling, what we're going through. Um, sometimes what we want to hear, like with Sticks and Stones, we're like, we want to hear something happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we want to do something fun. and um, But I, I think that for us, usually the themes around an album, they appear... Later on, usually, when we've kind of collected all the songs that we want on the album, and then we go like what is yeah, what is the connective tissue here like what um, how are all these songs relating to each other and i love I love that process because that's kind of where we start developing the album artwork based on those things um, and kind of finding what defines this album and, and what connects these songs together. Um, and it, it's so fun because I think that when you're really working as a team and a collective, you, the songs are going to be connected no matter what. <laughs> like they 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 live in the in the same four brains. So um, it, it's always kind of a, a, a surprise even when we get to that and you have all the songs you want. and You're like, wait, but these are you know. Then finding all the connections is really fun. So
0: so you usually put, it happens later on. So you're putting all <laughs> this together when do you think you'll be coming out with a new album and then you go on tour? Is that what happens?
1: It's so hard to know since Mm -hmm. we're just at the beginning stages. I would love to be putting on a, out a record maybe about a year from now. We're writing now, we get in the studio in January or February and then, you know, everything has to be mixed, mastered, everything has to be designed and all of that. Um, I would really like to see, yeah, maybe within the next year, a new record to come out. Well, let's but set up an interview for next like, year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: I I have a question for you then. So do you guys do this? Is this full-time for you, this, the music part? Or do you have other jobs? You know, a lot of folks support their, their musical uh, gigs with other things, too.
1: No, this is our full-time gig. Okay. We've been doing it full-time for four and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think there was a year in there where I think it was questionable, but oh, I think okay. we all went <laughs> through that year. <laughs> and and you are going to be
0: in Mankato this Friday, so we're really excited that you are going to be coming down as a part of a show at the Mankato Playhouse this Friday. It's a 7.30 show. What can folks expect yeah. when you come down here?
1: I think the the thing we enjoy most about being musicians is the live performance. Mm-hmm. The shows are they're always wild. They're full of energy, big three-part harmonies, um, lots of lots of wildness.
0: Now, yeah. do, is there are a mosh thinking... pit? Then is what you're saying.
1: <laughs> we <laughs> mosh pits are always <laughs> encouraged. Okay, optional. <So, laughs> <laughs> but we're really, really looking forward to coming down there oh, on yeah. Friday.
0: Will we be hearing uh, any new stuff, or will it be uh, older stuff? What What are you going to bring to us?
1: we're we're still playing a lot of the stuff off of Lulu since we haven't come to Mankato since we released that record. Sure. But we uh, Sticks and Stones will be played obviously. And we actually have a brand new song that we'll be playing oh. on Friday as well.
0: Yeah. Well tell people about Lulu a little bit so they can know if they haven't heard it, they can know what to expect.
1: Yes. We put, to, um, we put out a record called Lulu in February and uh, I feel like it really pushes the boundaries of what we're able to do with folk music, you know, sure. um, very high energy but we kind of span genres from anything like very django reinhardt style stuff to very folk pop stuff there's some americana stuff on there um but that's one of our favorite pieces you know of getting to play under the umbrella of folk music is just getting to try out different stuff and uh really push kind of the boundaries of our creativity within the genre
0: is there anything else you would like people to know about Good Morning Bedlam that maybe they don't?
2: Um, just that we would love to see you at Mankato Playhouse, Yes, <laughs> um, We, yeah, we love playing live shows and we love making music. So we're thankful to anyone who's been listening and excited for anyone who's planning on coming out to the show.
0: And I think you were here in Mankato last year as a part of the music performance series here at Minnesota State, weren't you?
1: Yes, we were.
0: Yeah, because I remember interviewing you, you back then, and that was a part of the university brings in excellent acts for to to play at the university. So now you're coming down to the Mankato Playhouse this Friday. I hope folks will show up and uh, give you a warm welcome, and be careful on the drive. There's, you know, might be snowing. I don't know, but we uh, appreciate you coming on the air with us, and uh, all the best to you. Wonderful. Yeah, thank you. All right, take care. Bye bye.